Hello and welcome to The Projector Playground, a space created by and for projectors in the human design system. In this podcast, we will be exploring all things related to human design through a projector lens, what it means to be a guide and energy weaver for others, and how learning, playing, and resting are our signature tickets to success. I am your host, Eliana Miranda, and I am so deeply honored to be guiding us all into the psychedelic gardens that is our projector energy field. Our aura is focused, our seeing is psychic, and our invitations are made of magic. So if you are ready to play the projector way, then join us in this episode of The Projector Playground. Hello projectors, welcome back to this episode of the Projector Playground. Today I wanted to talk about or really respond to um, some of you that have kind of invited in the conversation on projectors in business, how projectors should make money, how projectors can find success and find resource, which we kind of talked on last time, but we'll go in a little bit deeper to this um, while also having like the inconsistent energy to show up and do business in the way that others do. I'm going to talk about this from a little bit of a different perspective than the last episode, but I did want to just kind of come on and lean into this topic a little bit more since so many of you um, showed up with this question. And, you know, something I wanted to say here kind of right off the bat is that people ask this question that have a ton of followers on Instagram and also who have no followers on Instagram. And so I just kind of want to like put that in perspective that like we are all projectors that are all trying to find our way in the world. And though some may seem like they have more influence than others or that they're figuring it out more than others. Um, We're all really asking this question right now. And I know personally, like in my field of projector friends, like this is, this is a big question for everybody. I, I can say that there's like a pretty resounding messages with the people that I know, uh, specifically projectors that have started their own healing practices and their own businesses of needing to return to a structure where they're not responsible for paying their own bills all with their own healing practice. So like having to go and get a job working for someone else, still doing their craft, still offering their unique medicine and guidance, but where they can um, resource more money basically and resource more paychecks from other people that are already established in business that can do the marketing for them that can send out the emails that can do the scheduling that can do the billing and all that kind of stuff Um, because it kind of seems like a lot of us projectors like know that we have something really big and important to offer and we kind of set out on this path of establishing our own businesses or trying to kind of create and map our own way in the world and then we find ourselves highly under-resourced both financially and energetically 
and feeling like we've given everything we can. We've followed our own inner guidance, like maybe we follow the invitations and we're still left with um, not enough money to pay our bills, not enough energy to do our self-care practices at the end of the day, not enough just like personal reservoirs of energy to fulfill the mission. So, you know, something that I think that's like important to say for anybody in entrepreneurship or anybody that's starting, you know, their own business or trying to carve out their own place in somebody else's business is that, especially I think for us projectors, like we need some financial stability. We cannot just quit our nine to five jobs, go out in the world expecting expecting to get an invitation right off the bat and think that every basis is going to be covered. And for those that are in entrepreneurship, you know, it's like our gift is the guidance, our gift is the medicine, our gift is doing the energy work, right? And so if you have your own business, you know that that's like a very small part of the business itself, right? Like most of it is getting clients in the door, getting people to buy your products or, um, you know, sign up for your classes or purchase your online courses, And then there's the billing aspect and then the setting up the website aspect and responding to emails aspect and learning how to do taxes as an entrepreneur aspect and like so many things that like maybe you did or did not think about when you first started on this path or maybe you are not thinking about now if you're considering starting on this path. But there's really like so much other stuff that goes into starting your own business and um being an entrepreneur and trying to like open up a craft especially one that is offering something that maybe not a lot of people are attuned to yet or not a lot of people are wanting quite yet because I can really see especially in like the projectors that I know and the circle of friends that I'm in that like what we all offer is like really unique potent medicine and when I go and receive from my friends and these people I'm like how are you showing up every day to offer this? Like you should be charging so much more and working so much less because uh, what it is is so unique and so different from anyone else's kind of reservoir of energy that they're offering into the healing modality that they're doing. And at the same time, you know, like I I think I lost my train of the thought of what I was started that sentence off with. But, um, you know, these people are, showing up and doing the medicine, but like not getting enough people through the door because there's like a wave of evolution that has to happen and an ascension to the consciousness of humanity that has to happen for humans to realize like how important the energy work is, how important the healing work is, how important it is to receive guidance from people like us that see things in a different way and run our energy in a different way and are here to guide energy in a different way. And so there's like a lot of that in there, right? Where it's just like maybe the humans aren't ready for what we have to offer yet, aren't ready for the entrepreneurial pathways that we are paving. And yet also it's like we can't just wait for humanity to be ready. And also it's Like the world is getting really, really expensive lately, like groceries and gas and 
everything just seems to be going up in price. So for those that are trying to have their own business and trying to see, you know, one person at a time offering massage therapy or acupuncture, Chinese medicine, or, um, you know, like I saw somebody that's uh, creating like a like mapping clothing for people, you know, based on their energy imprint, like picking out outfits for them. And it's like, that's amazing. And when people have enough money to spend on things like that, when there's enough resource on the planet of earth where people aren't just using all of their paychecks to get food on the table, to go out to bars, to burn off the energy of what they have picked up during the week because they're at jobs that they can't stand and they don't know how to alchemize the energy any other way. Like people will want what we have to offer. People will you know, need what we have to offer. They'll be ready to spend the money that they have on what we have to offer. But because the kind of financial plane is so imbalanced right now with like so much money in the hands of a few and so little money in the hands of the all, it's hard, I think, one, for entrepreneurs to justify paying higher prices for their offerings. And it's hard for people to justify paying for things that are not necessarily um, like capitalism approved, you know, or like even just like basic life necessity approved, right? Like I personally think that like getting massages and getting acupuncture and energy work and things like that is like an absolute like necessity to my health and to my ability to have autoimmune diseases that I don't have to moderate and regulate with Western medicine. Like I do that through these types of alternative healing approaches, So for me, it's like those are the life givers in my life. I have to set aside resources to receive healing and guidance from those that are operating on different planes than just in the Western medical system. But that's not for everybody. And there's not, um, not everybody is in the position to be able to do that, right? So I want to like be super honest and clear about the fact that like I have not figured this out yet completely as a projector. I have not figured out how to have a completely successful business while fully honoring my energy. It seems that like in my business, I'm either exchanging my time, my like energy output for the day for money, and that's like making ends meet, or I'm not making any money because I'm honoring my own energy and I'm not showing up personally to do coaching or energy work or hold all these spaces all the time. So I'm I'm right there with you, those that ask this question or those that are on this podcast wondering the same of how to be a projector in business. Like I'm in the experiment right along with you. And I think that's part of it too, part of the projector experiment. Part of why we found human design is because we know we're here to create new templates in business and to turn businesses into ecosystems, which is what one of my teachers, Pilar Lesko, has um, referred to. And and she's actually a projector that seems to really be doing it. Like she's out there um, showing up and I know she's making really good money and she teaches on money ethics and, and f- frequency and form business protocols and she's created a space where a lot of projectors gather to learn energy mechanics from her and to learn um, money hygiene from her and things like that. But what she has been able to do is for a huge part of her life, she was able to fully unplug where she was working on a farm, hands in the dirt, 
you know, planting seeds, like not being on social media, not being plugged into anything, just being like fully clearing out her energy is what it sounds like to me. And then like life kind of, kind of invited her back in to start giving readings and the readings turn into this and this turned into that. And now she has this like beautiful community space that's abundant and growing and she's able to pay people for, um, for that work for her. And so like this feels important here too, which is that like, and I've read this before from other big projector um, accounts that say like, we have to learn ways in business where we're not exchanging our personal energy for money, where we're not giving like our attention, our focus, our everything in order to get paychecks, in order to get our, our bills paid. And so I, I've personally been kind of experimenting with that and like, what does that mean? And can I create other offerings that just wind up with like, you know, waking up in the morning and seeing that like people have bought my guidebooks and people have bought my uh, courses and signed up for things that just like run on their own. And I think that's a pathway. Like it's definitely like working for me in a really magical way, but not fully working for me. I'm still like figuring out the mechanics of all that and how to kind of hold the energetic space and places that I'm not like physically tending to all the time. And I I asked my guides before I come out here, like I've been doing a lot with this podcast of like what, what it is that like we really need to be focused on if we're going to be projectors in business. And, And my guides said like, we need to work on our energy, on feeding ourselves good food, on drinking really consciously, on being really clear what we're intaking, what we're outputting personally through our own bodies, because that's what people are consuming, right? It's like what we projectors create is this like beautiful energy guidance platter of food that like people get to pick from and eat and and and, and experience through us. So like being super conscious about the energy that we're running. And if we're really clear, then our offerings are really clear. And then those offerings can run themselves really clearly without our hands having to be like right in the center of them, you know, without our eyes having to be on them all the time. And my guides also said like to become fully established in ourselves and know our core values is really important. Like why we're in the businesses that we're creating, why we need the money that we need, why and where we're going to place and expend these resources. So I'm I'm sharing this with you from like a, you know, total transparency. Like I have not figured this out yet. I've been very lucky that I've had some extra resources to come in and support me when I've leaped off the threshold of nine to five business and tried to land in my own hands of creating this healing um, experience that like I felt so guided into and so like this is the way this is the only way like this is how life will go and thankfully when I I I leaped like there was something there to catch me and that hasn't always been like a beautiful something like one of those somethings is that on a day that I felt like I, I had gotten the codes, like this is the day where you're going to like take this next step in your business. You're going to really rearrange what energy you're running through your body. You're going to remove some of the um, some of the substances that you're taking in through your body from your life for good. 
and um, it, it was this day where you're going to timeline jump, basically, was like the message that I had gotten. I knew when it was. I had kind of set up everything beforehand to align me to that place where it would, quote unquote, be really easy to jump into the next timeline of both my life and my business. And it was on that day that my mother passed away. And of course, like that was one of the most, if not the most tragic things in my life. It was horrible, horrendous. And in a weird way, it all made sense. I had moved and shifted to another timeline. I had moved and shifted and said yes to another ask of from life. And in that exchange, there was like something that had to be given up. And I thought it was like, oh, just, just giving up cannabis. Like, oh, just giving up um, this like habit that I had over here around cannabis. It was, I thought it was this and really it was this whole other thing, but like the message had been so clear to help me prepare. I mean, you can never prepare for something like that, but like there was some preparation of like, I knew that this day my life was going to change forever. I just didn't know how big of a day that was going to be, how big of a change it was going to be, how literally I was ending a lifetime, like every future timeline that I had seen from that past uh, was recreated in that moment of losing my mother and a whole new pathway opened up from that. And so I share that with you because in my mother's passing, like she left me some money and in her leaving me some money, I was able to deepen into my healing practice, deepen into my work, play with pricing, play with my coaching offerings, um, you know, play with what it was that I really wanted to be holding space for in the world without having to be super worried about money. Of course, I still was, right? Because like when you get some money from someone, you know that there's like an end date to that. It's going to run out. But it was a beautiful gift that she gave me at the end of her life, which is that I got some resource to really dive into what I felt like I was here to do. It also gave me a lot of space to do a lot of my own personal healing work, obviously around that. And that, again, translated into the work that I offer and the space that I hold for others. And it's a big alchemical process when you kind of ask the universe for your purpose, right? And then the universe like really divines you and guides you into what that is and where you're meant to go. So I, I invite you, <laughs> I, that's uh, maybe a scary thing to say, I invite you into like asking God, asking source, asking your guides, asking the earth, right? If you don't resonate with those other terminologies, like asking the earth, how you can be of service, what your purpose is here, how you can best use your life and your life source and your deep wisdom and guidance as a projector, as a magical human to be of service to the here and now, to be of service to the planet, to be in service to the people of this planet, the animals, like to really just put out that question and ask, like, I'm, I'm, I'm open and willing to be of service to what is my purpose and what is my soul's mission, what is, what it is that I'm here to do. And like, God, please guide me. You know, Mother Earth, please guide me. Guides, please guide me. Show me the way where I can do so and be resourced in the process, where I can pay my bills and put food on my table and not be completely dislocated from my root chakra because I don't have my basic needs met while I'm trying to follow the calls from God, you know, the guidance from the guides. And I say that with like loving awareness that like timeline jumping isn't as pretty and fun always as people on Instagrams make it seem. And 
I have some writing about this that I'll probably post pretty soon on there. Um, And maybe I'll have already posted it by the time this podcast comes out. But, you know, it goes to be said that, like, if you're really open to life and what life wants to create with you, one, it's probably not going to look like what you think it's going to look like. It's not going to be as, like, simple and easy as um, you think it's going to be unless, like, you've been just doing energy work your whole life and you've been aligning to the prophecy your whole life, you know, but if there's like a big leap that has to be made and you ask that question, like, of course there will be support there to help you fly and you're going to be flying. So it's going to feel different. It's not going to be the warm comfort blanket of like walking the same path that you've been walking before. So projectors in business, like how can you make money without having to exchange your personal energy. So one of the things I think about with this is that like the projector friends that I was referring to earlier that went um, and, and they're not closing down their personal practices. Nobody's closing down their personal businesses. Like we all know that we created these things for a reason. But it's like in the meantime, instead of feeling like you're relying fully on your business to make ends meet, that like you're putting that much pressure on yourself and your energy and you showing up, like instead of doing that, can you go work for somebody else that um, can do like all of the things where you can just show up and do your craft, show up and do your guidance, and they can do all like the capitalistic uh, jargon that like we don't necessarily always like to do as either entrepreneurs or I mean specifically as projectors I think that's that can be pretty uh real for those of us that we just want to be the guides and we want to play and we want to sit on the side of the mountain and just let people know the right path that they should walk down without having to like go out and market our wisdom and tell everybody how much we know and show everybody uh like that we have the best map of the terrain over here right like we really just want to be like sitting and creating and crafting our magic and have people showing up to us and inviting us in to share it with them and like dropping golden resources on our lap to do so ones that like provide us with enough resonance and support financially spiritually energetically to give them our guidance but also to continue to fulfill ourselves and to continue to fill up our own bank accounts of both money and of like energy and and the continued support that we need to like be humans living on this planet here at this time there's something else that i wanted to say about that that came through let me see if it wants to come through again so if you can go get like a part-time job or like a um working for somebody that helps you pay some of those like baseline bills while you continue to hone your craft, while you continue to grow your practice and continue to get more clients and things like that, like that's going to be really helpful. Maybe it doesn't feel that great, but if you're like really aligned and like what you know you're here to do and you kind of open the door and the invitations to receive those resources from others, like life will support you to find that balance. Life, if you're willing to work with life, will will be there for you when you make the jump and say yes to not just your entrepreneurship, not just your business, not just your healing project, but also to like all of life and how all of life wants to show up. And some of that is like, maybe there are people you need to reach and people that you need to guide that like cannot 
pay for your private practice or that cannot find your private practice because they're not on the internet or that, you know, it's like it's it's almost about like bringing your guidance to the people when you go and work for other companies or other beings. It's like about bringing your guided energy into the places and spaces that might need it most. And like I look back on like this health insurance job that I had a while ago that was like why I was like a care advocate. I was giving guidance. I was calling people up to offer preventative medicine support. But I still look back on that time of like, why was I there? Like, what was the purpose of that? And I honestly think the purpose was like this one person, this one person that I think was meant to like impact the company that was there to learn something from me. And, you know, it was a small something. It was like putting an altar on her desk, bringing spirit into these like cubicle, white walled, fluorescent lighting insurance companies. And like, I wasn't meant to bring spirit there for my whole life, but I definitely was meant to influence this one person that was going to influence the environment of that space for years forward to be okay with having a little altar on their desk and to bring plants in and to bring more spirituality into spaces that there once was none. So your kind of like call back into life or call back into working for somebody else, like it's not all bad. It's not a punishment. It's not like you failed or you did something wrong. It really just might be life asking you to reach more people, to serve more people, to bring your guidance to more people that couldn't find you on your terms necessarily. Something else that I think is important to note here is like, you know, Ra Uruhu said this, that like what you think you're meant to do as a projector, you need to like give that up, put that aside. Like, yes, you can have goals. Yes, you can have like your passions and purpose and what you feel called towards, but we're waiting for the invitation. And this, this is the same for generators too. Like they're waiting to respond to something. And so yes, their response might come more quickly and more often while we're kind of actually waiting for a person, right? Like they can respond to just like life giving them, um, you know, energetic or things to energetically respond to, whereas we're waiting for a person to give a specific invitation for a cause. But, you know, Ross said this, that like we have to be okay with giving up what we think is our purpose and our future timeline and be willing to be in the co-creation with life, be willing to be open to the invitations that take us on these paths that maybe um, were totally unexpected or we're totally like not where we saw ourselves going. But like at the end of it, you look back and you're like, thank God I like let life lead me where life wanted to go, where more of life was available because where I thought I was going to go could have led to, you know, a dead end where life doesn't continue to give back, where there isn't enough resource and reservoirs of spiritual um, and energetic support to keep running the experience of life, to keep invoking more life into your life. So another way to look at this is like, because of our invitations, we are waiting for an invitation to receive energy from another so that we ourselves have the energy to do things. So energy and money are interchangeable. Like money is the material expression of energy on this planet. It's how most people track, read, and understand energy is by tracking and reading their own money, by seeing how much money they have in the bank account, by seeing how much money has to be exchanged between them and somebody else for there to be um, to be an energy exchange. But like most people don't read energy. Most people don't 
tune into the energetics of things. So they just see this green paper and the green paper with the five and the 10 and 20 and hundred dollars on it is really this beautiful, like material, tangible expression of like energy loads, right? Like $5 is like a five point energy load into your game. I'm now like seeing a, um, like a video game, right? Where it's like you get these little like gold coins and then you get five extra points, <laughs> things like that. So um, where was I going with this? Oh yeah, so so money is like this like uh, material exchange of energy. It's how we can like put a price tag onto things. It's how we can say like my program was created and it costs this much because it costs this much energy to create it. But when we're waiting for the invitations, we're waiting for somebody, an energy being, a generator, to give us the energy to run this template through our body or to run their own templates through our body to be able to weave together a very specific code that then we can give back out into the world. And so if you think about it like that and you are a projector that's like going to start your own business and trying to do everything yourself, where is that energy coming from? like hard pause, (laughs) where is that energy coming from? If you don't have a source giving you money, giving you energy, right? Like where is that coming from? And so yes, maybe you're at a point in your projector career where it's coming from your clients or coming from the people you work with or coming from, you know, the people that are buying whatever it is that you're selling. And if you're not at that point yet, or if like, humanity in the world isn't at the point yet to be able to even see what it is that you're selling because it's on such a different energetic plane of awareness, you need to have a resource from somewhere. So that resource can come from your clients, can come from their energy. It can come from you going to work for somebody else and receiving, you know, the higher ups energy pouring into your vessel It can also look like hiring people if you're in a position to do that, like actually utilizing their energy to fill up your business with more resource, with more energy. And that's how I've seen the teacher I talked about before, Pilar Lesko. Like, I don't know exactly how she got to this point, but she has beings that are manifesting energy into this community that she's created. She has someone doing her digital content. She has somebody that's like doing like all the admin. She has her partner that's a manifester that literally probably just manifests energy into her containers for her. And I think he actually works for her. So I think that is probably a part of her ecosystem um, of business that she runs. And I'm bringing her up one because she's like an amazing teacher. And like, if all of you go just start listening and working with her and giving your resource to her, like, I I support you because she's amazing. And she's been so, um, she's really clear in her teachings and really clear in her offerings. And that's probably why she's able to run a business like she does, because she's a projector that's very clear. And, you know, I'm, I'm bringing her up because she's one of the few projectors that I know that's running such a clear business template that's really out there doing the thing. And, you know, she doesn't get kind of caught in that, like, well, I'm a projector, so I don't have enough energy to do these things. Just like a lot of the, like, bigger, you know, ecosystems of business of, like, 
mostly women that I've seen running these spaces where they have classes and they have uh, different teachers that they're bringing in and they're giving a platform for other healers and they have herbal medicines and flower essences and things that they offer. Like they're really clear in their offerings and they're also not like getting hooked on the like, oh, I'm a highly sensitive person. I can't do these things, even if they are. Or I'm a projector. I don't have enough energy, even if they are. It's like they don't categorize themselves into these like limiting factions of of these systems and say like, I can't do this because I'm that. So like as a projector, I want you to also like come to tune with that where you don't have to believe and program your own belief system around the fact that like you don't have energy so you can't do business or that you don't have enough time so you can't do business or for me it was like I don't have enough health I can't do business like I have so many health problems that I'm worried about and that I'm dealing with all the time I can't be holding space for others I need to just be focusing on healing. (laughs) Like I can't do this earth thing. I'm just a sweet little extraterrestrial that's here trying to make the world a better place. Um, So I just, I want to say that I don't know. (laughs) I don't totally know how projectors can do business or how you specifically can do business. But what I can say is that it's part of your experiment to figure it out. If you feel really called to start your own business and to create your own economy and ecosystem of containered support, it's part of your experiment to figure out the highs and the lows and what you can offer and how you can give while also not uh, completely depleting yourself of what energy you have inside of you. And I want you to be open to what like the path of entrepreneurship really has in store for you because I can tell you from personal experience that it's really taken me on quite a ride. Like I thought healing autoimmune disease was a healing initiation. Starting your own business is quite a healing initiation. You see parts of yourself that you could have never seen before. You learn parts about the world and about energy and money and capitalism and yourself that you would never have gotten access to without going on down the road of entrepreneurship and business. And so I want you to know that if you're called to this path, like it's probably because it's part of your healing journey. It's probably because it's part of your, um, you know, magic medicine that you're here to learn about and create through probably a lot of destruction of what you thought you knew life was supposed to be or how business was supposed to look and probably whatever initiations you go through in your health in your relationships in your life in your business it's going to be part of what you're offering and guiding other people through like I really think that my experiment right now with having to pull away from some of my um, consistent one-on-one coaching and program offerings is like me personally experimenting and realizing like how much of that was mine and how much of that was conditioning of like that's the only way to make money or have business is to like be hyper focused and hyper vigilant and hyper involved with everything that I was offering and to like be the one with 
clients where I'm just sending all this Reiki and sending all this energy to them and giving them so much in one-on-one sessions that at the end of it, I'm feeling depleted and like I have nothing left to give because I gave them everything. And I'm doing this with generators, right? Like I'm giving energy to generators and I'm helping them clear their their templates and clear their aura and like restructure their energy. And yes, that's great and beautiful, but they already have energy. Like they don't need my energy. They need guidance on theirs. So taking space from your business and like actually getting real and conscious about like why you're showing up, what you're here to do, what is it that you're offering how you can support people by just like being a guide, by just being an observer, by asking the right questions, by being a listener, right? Like the art of listening, like how can you listen and let that be enough? Like I have that happen so much in my in my coaching uh, conversations where I think I have to like tell all these people everything and sometimes I feel like I like tangle the magic a little bit because like they just needed me to listen to them for an hour and I instead wanted to tell them everything I did in this reading for them and what I felt in their chakras and like what I picked up on after their breathwork session and and then the ancestor that came through that gave me this message for them like and then they're inundated with information and guidance that like really they needed to clear out (laughs) they needed to like just get a bunch of stuff out breathe it out have the reiki move it out talk it out and that would have been enough and i didn't need to do any of the rest of the stuff that i thought i had to do to be worthy to be enough to give them what i thought they needed to feel valuable to take that much money from them so i'm playing with this i'm becoming conscious of this i'm pulling back so that I can give more and and not more of me, but give more of God, (laughs) more of spirit, more of the energetic reservoir of the earth that's available to all. So I hope that this conversation is helpful and that, you know, me sharing like from a place of, I don't know, can give you permission also to like be okay with not knowing because we projectors don't always need to know everything. And I also hope this kind of inspires you to be okay with doing things differently, right? Like even now it's like going back to work for somebody is still in a way doing things differently because there's such a influx of people online being like, oh, you can make $10,000 a month just by coaching, just by doing this. But like a lot of those people are like doing things in a really inorganic way that is not actually like filling the earth with more energy and filling the earth with more grace, but instead continuing the like matrix cycles of like consumerism and patriarchy and um, bypass and capitalism. Yeah, so I I really like, I'm thankful for those of you that asked this question and I'm, I'm thankful to have seen so many different kind of places that this came from, from big accounts to small accounts to people with businesses and people without businesses and kind of everywhere in between. And to just know that like we're all in this together and and we as projectors are really creating new ecosystems of business. We're creating new templates for business. Like we're paving paths that have not been paved before. And that requires effort and it requires resilience and it requires 
an unwavering trust in yourself and clarity in who you are and what you know to be true about your life and what you have available to you and what you need to resource and receive from others. So I think I'll leave that there. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Projector Playground. I hope that this opens up and frees up some energy for you to find a little bit more play in the process of business and entrepreneurship and that you find more of your own codes along the way so that you can translate them and update them to the projector, the collective projector aura, the projector mainframe for all of us to learn from and to grow from and to find ourselves through. All right, that's all. Have a good day, good evening, and bye for now.